Hey, business building warrior, welcome to Silent Sales Machine Radio. We've got another great interview episode coming up today where we're talking to one of our coaching students who is wrapping up 2023 with about $550,000 of total sales at about 18 to 20% net margin in the bank, working an hour or two a day because he's got a lot of other things going on. A very busy guy. His name's Tim Holter. And actually, our coaching directors, Brian and Robin Joy, are going to interview him in just a minute. But I am doing the introduction before I turn over the microphone to the three of them to talk through Tim's incredible story. Like I said, he's a coaching student and a proven Amazon course student. And if you're new around here, this podcast, all 750 plus episodes, have been predominantly all about the success stories from the Proven Amazon course. That's right. We've interviewed hundreds of students at this point who are using that course, our training, that content to build beautiful businesses. Actually, there's a Facebook group with about 74,500 of us who hang out all day, every day from around the world. It's free. There's a link at silentgym.com. You can go jump in there with us if you'd like. And you'll see about 1,900 success posts from people in that group. So this is a very tried and true time-tested business opportunity. And the reason that we teach this particular opportunity of selling on Amazon is because we see it as the lowest hanging fruit, most viable option for anyone who says to themselves, okay, I'm ready to do something that works. I want to build a business I can be proud of. I want to build a real asset. I want to build a real system that allows me to step away from my business and automate the process and create multiple income streams over time. Part of Tim's story is he started in our community several years ago, back when we were still suggesting that people start with selling books, for example. We don't do that so much anymore, but you'll hear that as part of his story today. But he moved from that into the replens model, then he moved into wholesale, and these are all modules, all strategies taught within the Proven Amazon Course Library of Content. There's a couple different ways you can get into the Proven Amazon Course. If you're interested in doing so, you could pay monthly, indefinitely, just a few dollars a month. You get all, all you need forever. For less than $200, you can get the Proven Amazon Course content, the tools you need, everything you need to get started, an Amazon selling account, and then it just need a little money for inventory. You're off and running, earning while you learn. So many students start that way. So it's not a price prohibitive thing to get started. Or you can pay a one-time fee upfront and be covered for life with the Proven Amazon course, just like people up to 14 years ago did with us, paid one time. They've never paid anything else. And the course content keeps getting better. Matter of fact, an episode I'll be recording near this one covers about 20 of the coming new modules and strategies proven strategies. People are succeeding with these models. We don't put anything into the proven Amazon course that's theory. It's all stuff that's being used by numerous people in our community to build successful businesses, all revolving around Amazon. If you weren't aware, there's a few dozen different ways to earn money on Amazon, and we teach all of them. Let's get back to Tim's story. So like I said, he's only working an hour or two in the mornings. He wants to hopefully go full-time in 2024. He's working out some of the details here and discuss that a conversation he and I had recently. Actually, I was on vacation, but I love this community. I work while I'm on vacation a few hours at least 
pretty much every day because I just love what we get to do here. It's such a privilege to speak to two or three new success story students in this community every single week and feature them on this podcast. We take that very seriously. And I talked to Tim recently. He's hoping to go full-time in 2024, but we've got some good numbers because we're recording this at the end of 2023. And like I said, it's very impressive statistics for sure. Uh, Every year he's been with us has gotten better. He says a lot of positive things about our coaching program. He does speak about reactive versus proactive coaching. I wanted to explain what that was because when I listened to the episode, they didn't really dive into what we mean by that. So when you come on board as one of our coaching students, you're assigned a couple of coaches and actually you get our whole team working behind the scenes on your behalf and helping you with whatever you may encounter. But you get a proactive coach, you schedule regular sessions with them. You also get a reactive coach, someone that you can contact when you hit those little hurdles that stop you cold, you can just send them a quick note and get a quick response back. So your coaching is pretty much anytime you need someone, you've got someone. So they talk about the reactive and proactive coaching. Hey, by the way, speaking of coaching, if you want to have a conversation where we help you make a great decision about your e-commerce future. Which business model is right for you? Where should you start? Could you use a mentor or a coach? How about you go over to silentgym.com slash book a call, all one word squished together, book a call and get on our calendar. We'd love to have a conversation with you. We've helped nearly 10,000 students build businesses through our coaching program at this point. That's right. We've been doing it over 20 years. So that's a lot of students. That's where all these great success stories keep coming from. We'd love to have a conversation with you about that. And again, you'll hear Tim talk about his experience with our coaching very candidly today. So I love the fact that uh, we've got a Coach's Corner episode today with Brian and Robin Joy. I mentioned them earlier. If you don't know who that is, we've got a bunch of coaches on our team and they're divided up into teams. There's three different coaching teams. Brian and Robin Joy manage one of those teams for us, and they also appear on our show frequently as hosts. And today they're interviewing one of their students, Mr. Tim Holter. So enjoy this episode. Thanks for hanging out with us today. God bless you, business building warrior. Enjoy the inspiration from yet another of hundreds and hundreds of conversations with students who are succeeding with the proven Amazon course strategies. Welcome back to Silent Sales Machine Radio. We are your co-hosts. I'm Brian. And I'm Robin Joy. And this is Coach's Corner. Today's a special edition of Coach's Corner. Yes, it is. Today, we're joined by Tim. Tim is a former slash current uh, coaching client in a uh, modified, I don't say modified, but in a reactive state. I was, co- I was Tim's reactive coach for the last year or so. And Tim's joining us from his home in somewhere in the Midwest. Tim, do you want to share where that is? <laughs> Up in good old Minnesota. 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 Okay, great. Well, we had reached out to you a couple of months ago, probably about um, being a guest on the show here and took a while to get things synced up because you got a lot going on. You want to just kind of tell us what's going on in your business right now? Yeah. So everything is kind of was kicking off there early Q4. Didn't expect to have sales where they're at. And we were doing a house remodel. So we ended up, you know, redoing the whole garage, made a little warehouse out there and oh nice. Ordered a bunch of product and got her all packed up and shipped out to Amazon. That's terrific. I saw a picture that you posted on Facebook with your with your warehouse space or your prep space. That's actually like in your garage. Yeah. And since we're in Minnesota, we had to go with the in-floor heat. So it's pretty cozy out there now. Nice. Is it? Oh, yeah. Now, uh, is it just the in-floor heat or do you have like am- other ambient heat? Yeah, we have other other heat that you can't okay. run at the same time, but you also got your AC <laughs> out there too. 
Oh, that's good. Yeah, because it, as cold as it gets in the winter, it gets uh, hot and muggy in the summer too, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for um, joining us. So we just want to spend a, a little bit here chatting with you. And I remember when you came on board, and I think you had a, a Abe was your proactive coach, and I was assigned as your reactive coach, and, and we had um, some sessions early on. But Give me, give everyone kind of the story about how this, how you got started in Amazon and and how how it got to where you are today. Yeah. So to kind of start, I came upon a Instagram reels or something and I, you know, saw that whole private label game working from your computer on a beach, signed up for a course <laughs> and it just wasn't for me. And I asked the guy for the, for the money back. It was about $500. Came me that back. It was within 30 days and signed up for Jim's course because someone had posted uh, in the group about his podcast. Mm-hmm. Great. So jumped right into the proven Amazon course. When was this? This would have been back in about 2018. Okay. And so um, tell me then how you got started from there. Yeah. So from there, I got, I listened to one of the podcasts about books and I figured that would kind of be an easy start learn the motion. So then I ended up going there, sold my first book. I can't remember when and just super excited and went to the thrift store and bought more. And my grandma, she actually used to work in a thrift store. So I'd go back there on a couple Saturdays and just ramped up pretty hard and saw the uh, storage fees start to hit after that one. (laughs) I was losing money. Oh, no. (laughs) So the storage fees were high even back then, huh? (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah when you weren't pushing too much and but I know. I found, a, found a couple of good gold golden books one was what's 75 cents and it flipped for 170 dollars oh my gosh nice. that'll take uh, care of a few fees yeah yeah so yeah i got going with that and then i dug in a little bit of the clearance uh ra stuff and that was just between the books and the RA, it was just taking too much time and it wasn't what I was really looking for. So from there, I had done the wholesale course in the pack to kind of get an idea of how that worked and came upon this wholesale account that I have to this day. Uh, and it's been life-changing for me and my family. That's awesome. So just one wholesale account kind of changed your whole trajectory. Yeah. And then, you know, I kept searching and searching from there, found another one, and I sold their products for a good three, three, four months until I tried to do another order and uh, the credit card wouldn't go through. I kept trying and trying and they just kicked me off. But what I had found is there was three products and, you know, a lot of people talk about this with the keyword search. They weren't brand search items. They were keyword search items. So now I I did launch three private label products, still have them to this day. They do a little bit of revenue, not a whole lot, but it all helps in the end. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I kind of just have one wholesale account, a couple private label products and working on my second wholesale one currently. So you're leveraging that wholesale account to make your private listings. Is that right? So I'm debating there. I might actually end up slowly phasing for my private label and going with the wholesale full time. So I'm kind of just working through stuff with them right now on a future path and kind of what they see kind of before I determine all that. So just before we hit the record button, we were kind of talking about some remodel that you were doing and you've got a new 
uh, prep slash warehouse space um, as part of that remodel. What does it look like when you're going to pack things up? Just like how many units are you sending out and how has that scaled for you over time? Oh, it was awesome. Uh, There's no way I could have done all this out of my basement. I have an an old house with those steep stairs. So yeah, yeah, right when we got the garage done back in August, we uh, had a delivery of five or six pallets, kind of filled the garage up so you can only get two tables. And I only have so much shelving out there. And yeah, it's a good sized garage. You could probably fit one or two pallets and push inventory out of there. Oh, that's great. So are you doing your own prep or do you have some other help with that? I help a little bit, but my niece has done a lot for me, helped a lot. Her boyfriend has come down and a couple of her friends, but it's kind of her and her boyfriend do a lot of the prepping for me, which I is love, great. Yeah, I love that. We, we've we used our nieces yes. in, in the past as well. And other family members. And we find family members helpful, very helpful when, when we can use them when they're available for us. Yeah. And when you're in high school, that's a pretty good gig. If you ask me, right. I'd rather way do that over than working at McDonald's or something. I agree. I I did work at McDonald's. I I think this would have been a much cooler job. (laughs) So I see this question a lot. In fact, I think I answered it uh, just this week in the, uh, my silent team, Facebook community about like, well, what do you pay your people who are doing that prep for you? Are you comfortable sharing that with everyone? Yeah. So I do anywhere from 12 to 14 bucks an hour mm-hmm. laid back. You're in the garage, you got TV snacks. And then I gave them both a bonus here this last couple of weeks. So nice. for a high schooler that's laid back, you're working for your uncle. That's a pretty good gig. That is a pretty good gig. And I'm sure she's pretty smart. She's actually learning on the job too, yeah. right? Like she could do yeah. this herself one day. Well, it is for OJT, but the best part is she looks forward to the home cooked uh, meals at night. Oh, <laughs> that could be that could be a benefit <laughs> That's for a high a nice school. Bonus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. She, Wonderful. She, you may you may continue to have her working for you while she's going through college too. Oh yeah, college, <laughs> college is when you really need some home cooked meals. That's when you need some free meals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good. Um, so tell me about uh, how much kind of time are you spending with your business right now? Uh, so currently, I mean, I would love to spend more time. And we'll kind of get to that later here, but I really just do about an hour or two in the morning. And that's really just going through credit cards and checking all my inventory stock where people are priced at, looking at the repricer. So I just, I don't have time to add. And that's why it's taken me longer to add more SKUs in this other wholesale account. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you you got started coaching at some point. What made you decide to go ahead and, and get coaching and what what did you get out of coaching? Yeah, so back in what well, when COVID hit, I was just kind of ramping up private label and everything kind of tanked with the niche I'm in. So it came back and I really I tried to get into coaching before and I just thought I really need this to diversify products. And you know, we got going a little bit there. Coaching would have started, I think it was early 2022. So I got a solid two months of adding product in there and had a few calls with Abe, Minnie with Brian, but then we had our baby. So then that kind of took all the time away and I kind of just stopped and did a couple calls here and there. But yeah, no, the coaching kind of helped me read those Keepa charts that, and that has helped me with adding even my wholesale products and using a repricer. 
that helps tremendously when you have a ton of SKUs. I just can't keep up with them all. And yeah, just kind of working alongside you, you came up with the advanced keeper strategy and that worked for me early on, but it's just been a while and I just don't have the time to work, work on that. Mm -hmm. So you're spending most of your time with your uh, wholesale stuff. Yeah. If that's what's, you know, making money right now and it's kind of where I'm focusing. And that's what you have planned for your future is to, to dive deeper into that wholesale, those wholesale items. Yeah, just keep adding. There's probably, you know, 30, 50 more SKUs, but then there's this other company that I'm hopefully in the next month I can start testing some of their products. But ah. they're more of your, you know, 20 to 30 a month per SKU, or, which is great, you know, a couple sellers on it. Mm-hmm. So you said a, a word that perked my interest here, which is test. Tell me what that, what does that look like for you when you are? testing some new ASINs or a new wholesale supplier? Yeah. So I'll look, as you taught me with the Keepa, Keepa charts, I'll look at the the chart. And even if I see like five drops and it'll say like on AZ ASIN, you know, 10 sales per month guesstimating, I've seen it where I'm selling 50 a month. Mm-hmm. So it's always worth it to just test it. You never, you just never know. Mm-hmm. So it's I not agree. always accurate, but it's just a good guiding point. And so what does a test look like for you in, in the beginning? How much do you test? What do you, oh. how long do you test? What, what does your testing process look like? Uh, for with like the wholesale, I'll do anywhere from eight to 30. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what Keepa shows. Because I still kind of follow those guidelines, but I'm confident with where I'm at now that I can push it a little more. Mm-hmm. So would you say experience makes a lot of difference when you can make those judgment calls because you have some experience now? Oh yeah. It's just way quicker. Mm-hmm. So now when I can get back into replants and it's just, it's going to be a lot easier. Mm-hmm. We're not really start looking and looking and looking. It's mm-hmm. you just see it. Right. That so pattern recognition that yeah. Brian talks about. That's right. So, uh, circle back for just a minute. You mentioned that you recently had a daughter. How did that impact your life and your business? Yeah, I kind of just, I mean, it's the best thing that could ever happen, but Mm. yeah, that's where all the time went. And I just kind of just gave up on the business a little bit there for a while. Priorities, right? Exactly. I I remember being in sessions with you and your eyes are kind of bloodshot. And I was like, are you sleeping? And you're like, no. (laughs) (laughs) I wish. <laughs> yeah. No, you're you're pretty tired for a few months there. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Good. So now you got some potentially real exciting things coming in or next year. What do you want to sh- share? Are you willing to share what's going on there? Yeah. So the way everything's going right now, and with this year where numbers are at, I didn't expect the growth. So I'm looking at potentially going full time with this uh business. Oh, that's exciting. That was great. I know you reached out to me about some advice on about that. And I put you in touch with Jim, who's, who's, you know, got a lot more experience than I do in that space, because he's been doing this for over 20 years as a sole source of income. So I know that you had a conversation with him. It sounds like you got some good action items out of that. Yeah. Yep. So we're going to do a follow up here. I had asked for after the first of the year, gauge where things are at. I, you know, I wanted an emergency fund saved up first to cover five, six months. And it's just figuring out health insurance now, make sure that's covered, but we're getting there. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's very exciting. It is exciting. I'm excited for you on that for sure. Well, do you mind just digging in for a little for a few minutes here on what kind of things do you look for when you're doing this evaluation of items to test? Like, is there any criteria that you um, are setting for yourself before you'll actually pull the trigger on a test? I really no, I really just look for the five to ten drops, but I also like to see that buy box is pretty steady because that's that's the other thing we're kind of working on too is. You get these guys, you might stay at $25 and then they just keep driving it down. And I'm telling the company, you're making a dollar right now. So we got to kind of figure something out here. Mm-hmm. You got you got to make sure that buy box is pretty steady. But, you know, even if you test it and it goes down, you're still breaking even. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good thing to watch out for. It is. Now, your strategy is a little bit different than the standard replens because it's, you know, you have a wholesale supplier. You probably Mm -hmm. have a a, a little bit larger minimum order quantity than the standard replens business. So when you say you're testing eight to 30, it kind of, that depends on the case size or what your minimum order amount is. Yeah. Cause now I, instead of ordering um, small amounts, I try to do a case. It makes it easier for the packers, Mm -hmm. the packers at the wholesale company. Mm hmm. So that's kind of why I test a little higher as well. It's so like grab a case if it's, you know, 30 in a case, just slap it on the pallet instead of yeah, pulling five out, you know. Right. So you, when you have a large enough book of business, you can manage larger, larger testing sizes as well, right? Correct. Yeah. Great. Well, I know you got into coaching in 22, which was about four years after you got started in Amazon. Would you do that again? The coaching? Yeah. Oh yeah. No, it helped me. I don't think I'd even be trying this stuff with the wholesale company. I cause I would have looked at it like, uh, I'm not gonna test that or mm-hmm. <laughs> it kinda and just being able to, you know, shoot you an email and just having someone to talk to and whatnot, that helps, you know, a mentor's big for me. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I like do. asking questions. We do have people that are that do well when we can just take a look at your account and answer the questions in a real life situation as opposed to, well, most people it's like this. When you have one-on-one coaching, then you can really dig in and find some options. Do you find that to be true? Oh yeah. Yeah. And just even how, if you're just on a zoom call, you know, Brian, and you were just walking through stuff for me to see it or do it while you're watching. I mm-hmm. mean, I could watch videos on the pack, but, uh, do it in person that that makes a big difference for me yeah that personal one-on-one um the what i like i've been referring to recently as the synchronous learning or the synchronous communication make things happen it, it can really accelerate your your growth mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so as you're looking into 2024 i know you've got some plans and you know potential change uh in going full-time what are you doing to kind of ramp that up or is it really just a case of sustaining what you already have? Yeah, sustaining. But I, you know, one of my goals with the existing one is to add, you know, thirty to fifty more products for the year, mm-hmm. and then B launch this other wholesale company because I think I can get about twenty to thirty SKUs of theirs going. Because mm-hmm. the goal would be to hit a million in sales for twenty four. Oh, yeah, you can do that. That's a nice goal. I think that can bring most people home. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. <laughs> what uh, now? You've done some of both. You've done the wholesale. You got multiple 
you got well, one primary wholesale distributor. You're working on another one. You've also done replens. Talk. Are, are you comfortable talking about the numbers in there in terms of margins or ROI in each of those verticals or specialties? So, like, just the numbers for 2023. Oh, in general, yeah, or 20, yeah, whatever, whatever you're comfortable with. Yeah. So for 2023. It's looking like it'll be about 550 at 18 to 20 net. Yeah. Margin? Yeah. After paying everyone, you know, products I bought for the awesome garage, shelving and whatnot, mm-hmm. all that, it's probably about 18 to 20%. That's great. And you're working an hour or two a day on this. Yeah. That's, that sounds pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. That sounds, yeah, awesome to me. <laughs> That's great. And in the meantime, when you're not full-time, it's just uh, nice to have some extra cash going in the bank. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We just, you know, we're able to take a nice trip the other week. And oh, yeah. Yeah. It helps. And being able to get an emergency fund saved up, that's a really big thing. But, mm-hmm. you know, it sounds nice an hour or two, but like any business, it's a lot of work up front. Mm-hmm. I mean, it took me five five years or so to get here. Yeah. That's a good point. It does take some work up front in order to get to that position where you can outsource a lot of that work that you have to do yourself in the beginning, right? Yeah. Yep. Well, and if, so I, th- I think sometimes it feels like it's up front, but a lot of it is like while you're going too. So you obviously got the pack and you started doing some stuff and you started gaining experience and then you started in coaching and then you got more experience. And it really is would you compare, would you say like 2023 has been a, a your best year yet? Yep. Every year it's gone up. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I don't, year. again, I don't think I'd be here without coaching if I didn't pick out those different nuggets or whatnot mm-hmm. um, and just having someone to talk to. Cause still in, you know, in those sales, there's replens. You know, I was selling replens beginning of the year and whatnot. And I always will keep searching for them. Mm-hmm. And how I think about it is, you know, if I pull the trigger next year and if I'm say doing two hours a day, could you imagine doing 25 to 30 mm. hours a week? Right. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm thinking about. Yeah. This is uh, I there's some person who talks about doing that in your business where if, like, if you can do this on whatever you're, you know, five, 10, 15 hours a week, imagine if you could do it 30 hours a week. And obviously uh, in the beginning, that's going to sort of fly, have a flywheel effect on, on your business. But the hope is that you don't have to do 30 hours every week, right? Mm-hmm. We get it outsourced enough to where um, we basically are a business manager or, or even a consultant for our, uh, to our own business. But really, it operates without us needing to be in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think what, what Tim was saying is right, though. Sometimes we see this in business. If you If you got this far... Just by doing a little bit, mm-hmm. imagine what can happen mm-hmm. if you can put twice as much into it. And mostly brain power, because, you know, yeah. when you've got a full-time job, your brain is otherwise engaged on that job, you know, however many hours a day. And you don't have time necessarily to think about the strategies or small tweaks that you can make to your Amazon business to help improve that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's tough. I mean, I'm up at, you know, five in the morning, read for 15 minutes, start the day off right, and then I work get ready, go to work, come home, play with the little one. And then I'm kind of just burnt out at that time. Mm-hmm. So the last couple months, cause I would help pack, you know, after bedtime and mm-hmm. but it's just too much, you know? Yeah. So it sounds like you're really looking forward to spending 
a little bit more quality time with that little one where you're not as, as worn out from your whole day. Yeah. Like when I'm at work, I get pictures at the zoo or, you know, aquarium. <laughs> I want to be a part you're of like, that. I want to go. Mm, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Well, uh, you, you touched on this a little bit, but maybe to kind of wrap this up, um, thinking about someone who's just, you know, considering getting started or has just gotten started in, in the business, what kind of general advice would you give them? Kind of like we talked about, it doesn't happen overnight. It's just like any other job you put in 40 hours a week, right? You can't sit and put an hour a day and expect your business to grow quick. You got to put in, say, you know, 50 hours. But yeah, so it doesn't happen overnight. Put in hard work up front and always ask questions. We got a great Facebook group, great mm-hmm. community, a great leader out there. Mm-hmm. Um, I know when when you had set me up to talk to Jim, he took a call when he was in Mexico. So it, it took a little bit, but I'm just, I'm thankful to kind of have that guy as our leader put his time out there to help everyone. So thanks, Jim. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Jim. (laughs) Yeah. You're right. He does get out there and and do that. We really appreciate that. Um, And always, uh, always be at an inventory. Don't get that happened Mm -hmm. to me up front too. I, you know, had a few products and it did force me to go private label, but you got to always be adding inventory and growing business because you could have a time where five products just get shut down or so always, always, always be adding inventory. You know, that's I think a that's tip. a great tip. And and if you think about even the big box stores where we can do a lot of um, arbitrage shopping, you know, well, I don't know, let's say the average uh, Walmart has like 50,000 products in it. There's a portion of those products that are changing all the time. Yep. It's never the same static 50,000. Yeah, we're not the only ones with that business model. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So are you planning on going to the Proven Conference this summer in, in May in Orlando? Yes, I I thought I was going to make it last year, but I I do need to make it this year. I want to kind of meet everyone in person. I've been part of the community for five, six years now. Yeah, I think it'd be great. So I'm 90% sure that I'm going to make it down there. Make it happen. It's we want to meet you Why there. wouldn't you? It's in Florida, so why wouldn't you? Right. Why, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> And it's in May. Weather's going to be great. Right. Um, the venue's great. A lot of good reasons the to ener- do that. The energy there is amazing. For, yes. For me, that's what really propelled our business forward was being able to get there and see that this is actually a legit thing that people are doing, sharing their stories. You know, last year, I think it was when it really hit me that there are so many sessions there that people are just opening the books basically on their Mm -hmm. business and sharing everything that happens in their business. And there's nothing that makes it more real than that for me. And I hope it does for everybody else as well. And uh, we'd love to have you there, Tim. Yeah. Pal around for a little bit. Yeah. It's going to be great to be able to meet you in person. Yep. Yeah. Anything else, as Jim would say, on your heart you want to share with us tonight? No, I think we kind of tackled it all. It was just great to be on and talk to you guys. It's been a while. I again I hope I can start putting more time into this and you know have an awesome 2024. And I wish that upon all the other business building warriors, you know, for a great year coming up. But you know, finish 2023 out strong. Yeah. And 24 is going to be a great year. Yep, it is. Well, we thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story with us. Uh you're an inspiring story for a lot of people for me. And uh, we just loved having you on the show and uh, come back anytime. Yeah. No, thanks for having me. This was a fun time. All right. Well, we'll wrap it up here. Thanks, Tim. 
Uh, have a great holiday season. We'll see you at Proven Conference. And thanks, everyone else. We'll be catching up soon. Take care. So thanks for hanging out with me on today's episode. But before I let you go, I've got a guest that I want to bring on the screen, bring on to the podcast today. Of course, I'm talking about my good friend, Mr. Jeff Schick. How are you doing today, Jeff? Doing well. How are you doing? Doing great, man. I'm blessed. Always good to hang out with you a little bit. He's got a topic for us today, but just as a reminder, Jeff is our resident go-to expert for all things Amazon legal, Amazon policy. He's helping so many students from the listeners, the listening community of this podcast. So once a week or so, we love to bring him on and tell us what's hot in the world of e-commerce policy and legal. What do you got for us today, buddy? Well, you know, Christmas may be over, but toys sell year round. And so that's, of course, on a lot of sellers' minds. What we want to talk about today is policy compliance and those CPSC documentation requests that some sellers get. You know, what does it mean? What do you do if you get one and, and how do you handle it from there? Safety so, certificates that scare a lot of people away from toys, right? A lot of absolutely. Amazon sellers. Absolutely. And, you know, it really what it comes down to is it's a lot of it is Amazon's, you know, bad systems <laughs> of how they treat things. So for instance, you know, Amazon, when they need a safety document, now let's just take a Barbie doll. Like, let's imagine that you bought this Barbie doll at Walmart, retail arbitrage, it's on the shelf, you bought it, you're going to sell it on Amazon. You go to list it, and then boom, it shows up immediately, you know, or maybe not immediately, but a couple of days later, after you've sent it to FBA, you get this notice that a uh, documentation request is due. And it'll say, oh, you need to supply a CPSC certificate and test report in order to sell this product. And you have it, you're given a date, a, de- a deadline, a due date, and you basically have, it'll say, you know, listing at risk of removal. Until then, well, I'm here to tell you not to worry because chances are, if you're selling from a big brand and it's not, and this is a you know a brand list, brand created listing, you know, not a multi pack, not a bundle, not, you know, nothing of that sort. But you know, you were talking about a regular branded listing. The manufacturer is probably going to take care of it, either the manufacturer themselves or one of their authorized sellers or a wholesaler, because when you receive that notice, so does everybody else on the listing. So 50 people might have received that notice in their seller central and two or three people may have received that notice in vendor central telling them, and which is the brand side of Amazon, it's called vendor central, telling them they need that document. Now here's the tricky part of where I say Amazon's got bad systems. If the brand uploads it to vendor central or another seller uploads it to seller central, that listing restriction will be removed for the ASIN, but everybody else on that ASIN will still see that saying, hey, these documents are due. With a due date. That's what makes everyone think that we all have to submit the certificates, but you don't. As soon as one person has for any given ASIN, it's it's done. It's green lighted, but your warning doesn't go away. It doesn't go away until the due date. And then what happens on the due date is either one of two things. Either it will say overdue for a couple days and then it'll drop off, meaning the brand provided it or somebody else provided it and they're good. Or it'll the listing will be suppressed. And it won't count against you. You won't get any sort of you know, suspension from it. You just won't be able to sell that product. And you'll be able to remove the inventory, which, hey, that's a good time now. Let's sell it somewhere else. You know, eBay, Facebook Marketplace, Walmart. Those are all great sources to sell. Or that go product. get the safety certificate. <laughs> that's yeah. a bit harder. <laughs> typically, right. some, good luck, some brand right? will give it to you, but yeah. some, some won't. So I typically say it's a little bit harder. But yeah, in the case of, you know, by that due date, I'd say 90% of the cases that we work with with sellers where it comes up and it says, you know, this you know, it's, you know, it's, this is due on March 10th. Well, March 10th rolls around and nothing happened. <laughs> it's still for sale. Yep. Now, there are some sellers that say, hey, I don't want to deal with this. And that's totally fine. What can you do then? I mean, the easiest thing is to get rid of your inventory. So 
if you know that you've got, you know, 23 days to sell the product, then figure out what's the velocity, how you know, you've got five units, it sells two units per day. How do you get in that buy box, you know, drop your price most likely and get the units out by the due date and then and then figure out if you want to replant it later. But if it's, you know, if you're willing to take the risk and, and wait it out, then other people are going to drop their price. They're going to get off the listing. And then when that due date rolls around, assuming the manufacturer or somebody else has uploaded the documents, which most of them do, because, you know, like for that Barbie product, they want it sold. They don't want the Barbie to go down. And if it goes down, Barbie's going to fix it pretty fast. So that's fantastic information because I know a lot of sellers a couple of years back got freaked out just before Christmas. Yeah. Because they were seeing all these safety certificate requests for toys and they didn't know what the ramifications were if they didn't send them in. So a lot of people just got out of toys, which right. means there's a lot of low-hanging fruit opportunity in toys, which makes you smart for listening to this podcast and having a guy like Jeff Schick hanging out with you to tell you, hey, get back into toys. You can do this, right? Absolutely. I love it, man. That's a great tip. Is there any loose ends there? I think we just painted a pretty good picture for folks. I think we did, but hey, the beauty of the retainer is that if people have questions and they have a, they're like, hey, what about this scenario? Our team, we handle this day in and day out. So you can run it by me and I can give you specific advice on what you need to do. So absolutely get over to jeffschick.com. He's the guy that we have on retainer. It's still just under $90 a month. Is that still your price? It's still our price, although we are going up to $99.99 soon. So we Okay. Uh, yeah. So if you're hearing this, don't wait. Price. And if the price has already gone up, it's worth five times that to have a guy on your team. You can call anytime, text anytime to help you with these legal questions, any challenges you run into. He's a man who's an Amazon seller himself. His team is growing. He's serving this community with excellence. JeffShick.com. Thanks for sponsoring this group, buddy. And we'll talk to you again next week. Okay. You appreciate it. All right. Talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Silent Sales Machine Radio. Visit SilentJim.com for a link to our free newsletter, our free Facebook group, and all of our resources mentioned on today's show.